0: So we'll have that after services today. Uh, tonight, of course, we the evening worship, which is our quarterly business meeting, and then we will have our normal services throughout the week. On Tuesday, we'll have Bible study at 9.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. We'll have our Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 right here in the sanctuary, and then, then Bible study on Thursday at uh, But we need to be concerned about the things that are coming up, and I'm to share with you a little bit about that. Number one, uh, clocks are being Saturday the 5th, we're going to fall back that hour. Some of you are gaining an hour, some of you are like, I oh, wish you would stay the same, or that. back. So it depends on who you are. So, uh, but that is going to happen next week. We'll have some OCC drop-off volunteer training coming up at 10 a.m. A ministry meeting will come up in November 12th. So, uh, and then, of course, our big Operation System College collection week is coming up the 14th through the 20th. So please be in prayer about I think that's about it for our upcoming announcements other than when we do our packing week. Bring your favorite stuff. Whitney, have something? Oh, yes, you do. Come on, I You sure do, but I lost Lord, if I you, may your spirit pump like rain, Lord. I'm asking for a revival right now, Lord, right here in the state Lord, of I'm praying, Lord, that as we worship, we would experience you, we would hear from you, Lord. And as we walk away from this house, may we say it's been good to be in your house, Lord. I pray that saving you today, souls are saved, hearts are changed, minds are rearranged, Lord, and your people start coming back to you, to your word and to your house, Lord, God. Let today be a day that changes our nation, changes our city, changes our county, changes our country,
1: Okay. It was my iPad to be do This one came and my brother Shubak. The cousins. My name is Manoa, I'm from Middle East. I grew up in a small family. My parents, my younger brother, and my grandma lives with us. We used to spend the afternoon watching the cartoon on TV. Between the cartoons there always those ads about toys from America. I always wish to have those things. This is my home. I received my shoebox. They told us there is a surprise for you, there's a gift. They say something from America. This time, the toy store so came to me. Everything. of these became worse and worse. I worked at the hospital as a surgeon. They started bombing the hospital. They started kidnapping doctors. So I came to America and started my life. But I was attending the church and I saw that logo, the American the Operation Christmas Child. I remember that box. I want to get involved. And I was so excited. We did 50 shoe The year after we did 100. Hundred fifty and it's growing and growing. You may say it's just a shoebox, but it's not a shoebox only. It's a lot of hope, a lot of joy. When they're gonna open that shoebox, they're gonna feel the love you are sending with that shoebox. They're gonna tell like someone from all over the world, think about this and send it to here with love and
0: I didn't have a book when I was up there. i still a little left out there. So you might say, you know, I can't sing in the choir. Well, you know what I did there? I didn't have books. I just faked it till I made it. Amen? I was up there going. <laughs> no. "Deep no. <laughs> Down that aside. That's one of the easiest songs to sing right there. And uh, if I can do it, you can do it. Come on and join us in the Robinson Avenue Choir. That's nothing like there's nothing like that. If you're like me, and your heart is full of gratitude for what he did for you, see, so you don't understand. He took me from a life of sin. He took me from depravity, y'all. He took me from going to hell, and he's sending me to heaven. He gave me purpose. He gave me a reason to keep living. He gave me life. He has watched me and made me new. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I can't help it. What he's done to me. I can't help but be rejoice. I know what he did for me. I know the price he paid for me. And for some reason he looked down and little on me. And he said, You're worth every drop of blood for my precious son. And you know what? He thinks the same about you. He thinks you're worth dying for. He loves you. And if you will come to Jesus Christ, he can change you, rearrange you, he can remake you, give you purpose, give you a plan, give you a church. Family, he can give you a reason to rejoice in this world when there ain't no reason to rejoice. Our God is good. Oh, boy, I'm preaching myself happy already. Oh, we began a sermon series last week called Greater is He. Greater is He. And you know where it comes from, 1 John chapter 4. Greater is He than me, this world. Again, last week, part one, called Perseverance. Greater is He that is in you. Well, you need to learn perseverance. persevere. It's my prayer that you will learn perseverance. It's my prayer as your pastor. And not only will you persevere, you will move on from perseverance into the next part, part two. This morning called prayer. Last week, like I said, we began looking at David Jesus within me and Jesus in the world. We began to understand that something changes in a Christian when they begin to live what they believe. Have you ever noticed that? Or you get a, a person who puts Jesus in their heart, and if they're serious about it, you can start seeing the changes almost instantly. Amen? You can see hearts change. Watch them go from being carefree into someone who's concerned about what's happening in the world. Someone who knows God is in charge. Someone who begins looking at their family saying, You need to know what I know that Jesus is the way, truth, and the life. And they begin living out what they believe They start grabbing hold of that truth. And that truth is greater. Christians start holding on when they gather only prayers meet when they come together they become financial. There's nothing like a bunch of confident Christians who get together in prayer. Somebody say amen. When Christians get together who are confident, who are right, who are holy, who are living the way God has called them to live, when they get together and start praying, I'm telling you right now, the hell gate They start quivering. They start quaking. And you know, when Christians get together, we forgot that somewhere down the road. We decided that, oh, I don't need the church. You know what? We've done this brand new world now. starts thinking that we can have a lifeless Christianity, a churchless Christianity, and a countless Christianity, and none of those things. You put Christ in your heart, then the cross is what you're going to be preaching, teaching, and your eyes can't get off of it. When you put Jesus in your life, when you put Jesus in your heart, then you know what? Then Christ becomes the ultimate am Just talking about when two or three gathered in His name, Amen. Think about that for a second. These Christians who grab a hold of that true traitor is He? It's in me. They come together and start praying, and they know that greater is He that's in them than He that's in the world. And faith, hey, you might be asking, Pastor, what exactly does that mean? Well, let me tell you what that means. Does that means that when you put Jesus in your heart, you get the ghost of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost starts living inside of you. Greater is He that's in you than He that's in the world. Who's in the world? Well, there's a couple of folks in the world we need to learn about. Number one, there's the devil in the world. Amen? And you know what? Greater is He that's in you than the devil. And we let the devil have too many victories around here. Not the devil, we give him too much credit. He don't have that much power, and he's got absolutely, positively, no authority over him. We need to turn to him and say, Get behind me, you little rat. You smell, you stink, and you're in my way. Get behind me so I can move on to where God wants me to be. We also need to learn that we are in this world, too. We all greater destiny to God's will than us. Awesome. So like this, that means amen in a Baptist church. You might not be an Amen, but you can do some Baptist sign this,
1: That means amen!
0: You say, Pastor, you're a little bit loud. You're a little bit happy. You're a little bit proud. Let me tell you something right now. He saved me. He saved me. He took me from sure death and hell and gave me life eternal. He took a pauper and made me a prince. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, and when two or three gathering in His name, confident, full of the scripture. full of God's power, full of God's Word, there's nothing that can stand in the way of the church. In fact, the Bible says that the gates of hell will not prevail against that. There's just something about those two or three gather in His name. And well, let me tell you, that doesn't say two or three. We discovered that last week to we regate to hell we will not prevail against us when we grab a hold of that truth. Praise us he in me. And so when we come together like his word tells us, two members of the word tells us in Hebrews ten twenty-five, not to forsake the assembling together of ourselves, as is the custom of some. We need to get together. We need to pray together. We need to encourage one another. We need to edify one another. We need to teach one another. And you know what else we need to do? We need to pray for one of us, especially in the year 2022. This world hates Christians. This world hates righteousness. This world hates God's word, and you represent all of us. When you come walking out of your house, confident in your Christianity, confident in your relationship with God, and you know what's coming out of you like a neon sign from all people—it's like and the world hates that. When you start quoting God's Word, the world looks at you like a coward of a brand new day. True. When you start praying, people around you get uncomfortable, don't they? They can tell it. Some of you work in the secular world. You know what I'm talking about. You start praying for your secular co-workers and just keep tickled when you see God's Word. Amen. Amen. When you say, God, there's a hard heart double, triple pork, and your spirit, that hard heart need to come to know Jesus. And out of a sudden, they start getting uncomfortable. They start getting convicted. They start getting truth in their life. And you can just sit back and smile. Hallelujah. Oh, you know, somebody was asking me, said, Pastor, why are you so happy? And I said, you know, Jesus made me happy, but I can tell you something else that makes me happy. Are you ready for this? I've never, ever, ever, ever been unhappy. Join your eyes, go get yourself a case of the Hallelujah. Woo! Oh, <laughs> a very hard to good like a medicine. Well we began to understand that the gates of hell will not come to hell. We began to understand that when we a hold of that true strength of evil can me. Believing it. We gotta start teaching it. We gotta start living it. Amen. Greater he that's in you. Start living it. And when we put it into practice, when we put that belief into practice, then greater is he that's in me. We learned last week at first very peace. Remember? We learned at the of triumph. is going to come against you. They're going to tell you you're haters, They're going to tell you that you're exclusive and cutting people out. No, we're not. you know what the requirements are to be in the church? Be a Christian. you know what the requirements are to be a Christian? Repent of your sins. Accept Jesus Christ. And that's what they don't want to hear. They're like, I want to keep my sin and be a Christian. You can't. You've got to say goodbye to sin and hello to God. You learned it. all the night. But we don't hear a word in the scriptures about prayer, about praise, about, about anything that's happening there. They get up in the morning and they're let out. They go in front of the assembly. And the assembly says, don't preach anymore in the name of Jesus. And we learned our first lesson about being the church triumphant, about holding on to the truth. Praise He that's in me the he was in the world. We learned that as individual believers, we need to hold on to that verse. We need to start living it, proclaiming it, preaching it. We need to practice it. As the Bible says, we need to work salvation. Start living it. Start living it because you're victorious. Start living it. The devil has no authority over you. Start living it. This world can do nothing to you. Start believing And when we do that, then we come together. Two or three. Just two or three. Christians, who believe that. Come together. And the gates are filled with the gates. God's coming. they, they, they persevered. And those gates did not prevail. We saw that. Saga. You discovered in the you know, all the apostles are arrested next five and are rapidly crucified. Apostles go right back to the great tomb the body of the and they're again taken before the St. Sanhedrin. To my mom was too old. <laughs> Some of you are looking around like, where's your mom today? Thank God she's in heaven right now. Oh, she's get to spanking right now. The Bible tells us. Bible says, you are of God, your children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Let's for the Lord's come to me And as we read and study it this morning, as we apply it to our lives, would you be glorified? Would you be magnified? Would you send your spirit, Lord, and your way in our It's my prayer, Father God. that there'll be one source When we put that to work in our lives, when we put greater he, he that's in the world to work in our lives, then we can apply Matthew 16, 18. And I also say to you that you are Peter. Remember what Peter said. Peter said, hey, Jesus, you are the Son of God. That's what Peter said. That was his prayer. That was his faith. That was greater he that's in me and he that's in the world. And when he said that, declared it, out in the morning, sometimes we need to learn how to persevere, sometimes we need to quit saying, God, why me, and start saying, God, you, so let's look to see what we need to add to persevere this morning, now, we've begun our sermon series, part one, persevere, we looked in Acts chapter 4, and we took a look at Peter and John's do. we looked at him applying. They become the church triumphant. And the church triumphant, the Bible tells us, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But let's look at what we need to add to we do. Let's I mean, look at part two of Greater and Key this week. Acts chapter 12, let's read verse 1 through 11. Now about that time, Herod the King took out his hand and grasped himself in the church. And let me just tell you right now, church, Acts chapter 12 is an act looking for something fun to read, you're looking for something that's going to hold your attention. Acts chapter 12 is the one you need to look at. Right now, we have Herod, the king, sticking out of hand to harass from the church. Look at verse 2. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. He took John's brother, James, and killed him with the sword. Verse 3, because he saw him to please the Jews, he proceeded to seize with the scene, Peter off also. Now it was then days of unbeknownst bread. father to please those dudes, and he grabbed Peter, and he put him in prison. And you understand, why did you keep grabbing Peter? Well, gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. Let me tell you why. Are you ready for this? Because Peter is the one that's preaching the most. Peter's the one that's speaking. And teach you know, in any church, the one who does the most preaching is the one everybody looks at. Some people are elbows, some people are fingers, some people are fingernails. There is no doubt God made me a Hallelujah. Not one doubt about it. God, the Father said, "Josh, you're going to be a lip. Not just a lip. You're going to be a big old lip, boy. And you're going to tell the world I'm coming and I want to do it from this pulpit and every dead
2: believer." he saw that pleased the Jews.
0: He proceeded further. To back to prison. This guy's got to get tired of it nowadays. But no, he's persevering. He's learned how to do that. Persevering. And some of us, we stop first time we get persecuted. The first time we start getting into some trial, temptation and some tribulation, we start saying, oh, this must not be God's will. Wrong. It's God's will for you to persevere. Just so to learn how to persevere. In fact, like the Bible tells us if any of us want to live godly in Christ Jesus, we will face persecution. Sometimes we need to ask ourselves, when's well, the last time we've been persecuted? You ain't been persecuted lately. You might question how you've been living. Are you too much like the world? When we arrested him, he put him in prison. He didn't know, so how to persevere. We would have hoped to learn that last week. is amazing? The year 2022, we can learn your lesson. Right, we heard an hour-long sermon on it. We're experts now. So when he arrested him, he put him in the prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him. Four squads, four squads. You have an old team named for my state. four attorneys, sixteen soldiers intended to bring him before the people after Easter. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but. To bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping now. This is the next day. He was at Christian was sleeping? I don't know about you, but I'm already thinking, how can you do that? This is the day and age before, right, dog? He's before 16, so no! And was about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping. Now the two chains between two. Stood by him, and a light shone in the, prison, and he the, the up, saying, quickly! And the angel said to him, Gird yourself, tie on your sandals, he told him, and he said to him, Put on your garments and follow me. So he went out and called of him, and did not know that his son had an angel, and he thought, he was So again, when they were past the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, to them over them. had come to himself. He said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and took so all the expectations of the Jewish people. I'll show you a little picture that it have might have been like. It's be easy Remember now, he's learned a pretty good lesson on how to persevere. He's learned that when we just persevere, God's got this. I don't know about you, but that makes it pretty easy to go to sleep. When you come across that church, uh, God's got this, and I'm going to let God take care Falls asleep. Falls asleep between these two guys right here. It's
2: my belief. My it's, 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 be it's been a long time.
0: But I believe the church is still triumphant. The church is still gate breaking. The church is still supposed to be good news proclaiming. We're supposed to be salt in this world, light in this world. We're supposed to be sand and we're supposed to be soft. We're supposed to be triumphant. We just give in all the time. We don't persevere anymore. We just walk away and say, whatever, that's our perseverance. That's the winter. We're not supposed we're supposed to believe that the church is triumphant and that the gates of hell will never prevail against it. We're supposed to believe that when there's a gate in our way, that God Almighty will open that gate. He's a way maker, y'all. He's a prison shaker, a pain taker, a chain breaker. You
2: know how it goes. The time, the church has been
0: proclaiming good news on. We've been proclaiming that, hey... We can fit in with the world. No, 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 no. We're not supposed to fit in with the world at all. We're supposed to be telling the world where it's wrong. Salt. Salt. What does salt do? Most of us tell us all the time, salt pastor, it makes food laugh. This That's what do. Yeah, 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 I have of all that down. You know what salt does when you get it in a little teeny tiny cup on your finger? What Christians are supposed to do. This. We're supposed to remind the world that what they're doing is wrong, how they're living is wrong. We're supposed to do it in love, we're supposed to do it in truth, and we're supposed to remind them that our God is requiring truth. We're supposed to be like the darkness. We're supposed to be I know there's dinner on the ground. Some of you are already going. Keep on being standing in a world that thinks it can eat us. We're supposed to be stars. Remember what God said to Father Abraham? He said, I'll make you ascend to the rivers of the stars. I'm count them if you're the able. And we forget sometimes. So, God, you've got so much life for us tonight. I tell you right. right now, it is a state of the United States of America. We're supposed to be stars. We're supposed to be shining. We're supposed to be showing the way, the truth, the light. Proclaiming Jesus Christ, good news, gate breaking, triumphant, salty, like Sandy Christians. We know that we're supposed to do it. We know that. The problem is we just don't know how or when to do it. We know we're supposed to put the also know we're supposed to access the bid. We just got a problem with when to do it. Well, Peter was be back in prison. I don't know about you, but that probably be old, wouldn't it? just got out of here and dance. He'll go, not just that, but change. that you. Remember... Remember what the Bible says. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. That path never ends. We keep on walking, keep on growing, keep on praying, keep on persevering, keep on doing what call he called us to do. Peter went right back to the perseverance moment. I'll just persevere. That's why he goes back to school. God's got this. I mean, the first time I was in jail, they all up a door that now Hey, no problem. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. learning what to do to help you down. It's just a to work with And you know what's doing when to do it. It's kind of like this. That's us on that bicycle. Everybody seems to be passing up. We're like, hey, what's going on here? No, we're going to keep persevering, right? Huh? We're going to keep persevering until we realize there's something more for us to do. There's more to life than just perseverance. We need to Doing, wind doing Look at this guy. Look at him go. What's happening here? Gotta be a non denominational right there.
2: When,
0: when we know what to do, we start sailing past the opposition. Peter didn't know what else to do, and that's why the Bible lays it out for us. First thing we need to do, is greater he is in you in the world, is persevere. Remember the x-ray glasses for five dollars? You can also get the sea monkey for a dollar. Well, I got the sea monkey. It said add water. I didn't add water, I just had a bag. When I added the water, I realized I had a bunch of mosquitoes it. It got flushed down the street. What was Kept in prison. But constant stay with me. Constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church, Constant prayer. Not only do we need to persevere, but we got to be constantly praying. Peter persevered, but the church triumphant prayed. Now, this isn't your ordinary one of the mill. Lord help us, pray. The Bible What is prayer? Prayer is communion with God. Prayer is you talking to God. In fact, in short, it's letting go and letting God. That's the term. It's amazing to me how we can worry about what's going to happen in the future, but we can't let go and let go. Bible calls. What's going on? So we need to add
2: continuous,
0: unchanging prayer to our perseverance. We're going to be greater as He is us, Christians. If we're going to be the church triumphant, not only do we need to start persevering, we need to start praying. Somebody say amen. If we're going to get back to prevailing against the gates of hell, then we need to get back to constant prayer. It sounds easy, though, doesn't it? Like, oh, that's all we gotta do is get back in prayer. But let's be honest for a minute. I've been a Christian for almost thirty years. I've been a pastor for twenty-five of those thirty years. And in those twenty-five years of passing, it's been a challenge to be in prayer more than twenty five or thirty years. That's not continuous prayer. That's uh I'm running out of things to say. I'll see you later. So would you focus the prayer in it? Or during the dinner on the downs, would you give our blessing? That's the only time they prayed in a week or two. Is that continuous prayer? No. Most Christians today pray only in the In fact, that's the only time they read their Bible nowadays. I think I'll read my Bible when the pastor tells me when to open it to. No, 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 no. You're supposed to be feeding on God's word daily, you're supposed to be growing by it. Gotta get back in. and Continue. Come prayer. Most Christians pray only when called upon to do so, and that prayer is a universal prayer. That prayer is a model prayer. In other words, it's something they use all the time. In fact, when I was a kid, and I got called upon Thanksgiving time to say the prayer, I knew what I was going to say. I oh, that worked out of my mind. Thank you, Lord, for the food. Jesus, saying Amen. Sure got out of that one.
2: That was
0: God has a plan, and you know what? We've read the end of the book. Guess who wins? Amen. Why are we quitting? Don't quit. Keep on going. We to to say. Remember now, the church triumphant is made up of believers who call upon His name. Have gathered in His name. Meet believers. doing what they do privately. They do it in the church, what they do at home. They're praying to God constantly, and when they get to church, it will go no problem to pray. They can read the Bible in the church because they read the Bible at home. Amen. They started doing what they're doing personally. They got together as confident Christians who knew God's Word, know God's will, know God's plan, and they simply kept out of faith. God, it's true real for me to be talking to you your will for us to persevere. God, it's your will that all men will be saved. Don't believe it, God. Behold, as great as he going to be the church triumphant. up it if you are going to be one of those greater Jesus in me, Christian, then prayer has got to become a priority. What is a priority? A priority is something you do no matter what. It's like waking up in the morning to get your kids to school. Even though in the year 2022 that didn't happen. You know, it doesn't happen No, nowadays if mom is too tired, the kids take the day off. They're like, keep on, up as well, keep mom up the world. Well. True. know how to do it. It's got to become a priority you know? it's got to be something that's important to you. You've got to make plans to meet with God, and you've got to keep that appointment. That means when you tell God, I'm going to be up at 5 in the morning to worship, pray, pray, and partake of your Word, and you better get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, because God's waiting on you. It's got to become a priority. First Thessalonians 5, 17 tells us, pray, without ceasing. Does that mean I'm constantly saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name? No, no, no. That means that I never stop in communion with God. I'm never stopping thinking about Him, His Word, never stop thinking about His will and what He once done in my life. I am so tired of Christians who pray Our Father on Sunday, but act like orphans the rest of the day of the week. We need to get back in to priority prayer's got to be a priority. If we're going to be greater as He that's in me, Christian, if we're going to be the church triumphant, then prayer has got to be priority. You've got to make it number one in
2: your life.
0: If we grab a hold of greater as He, then prayer will become our principle. That's number two. Not only will it be a priority, it will become our principle. What is a principle, You might say? Principles are foundations that things are built on. Foundations are principles. I will not surrender nor will I give in my principles. Principles your personal belief and truth. Some people call them conviction. They're your principle. The church triumphant is built on the principle of prayer. How do I know that? Because where two or three are gathered in His name, for two or three and to in His name, that means they're already praying. Amen? That means we need to get back to prayer, and it's got to be one of our principles. Prayer! we really written back into our constitution. Really we back into the way we behave, the way we become, and the way we are as God's people. Prayer! we give you a picture of a sexual institution. A it used to wonderful institution. You might know it as the in the young Some of you are doing that right now. Why No, no, stop, stop. No. I can't do it, you can't do it. That's it's not bad. All right. Young Men's Christian Association started out being Christian, Started out getting young Christians together, edifying them, and tipping them, encouraging them, getting them off the streets and getting them in God's Word. And in God's Word, they were encouraging prayer. And through prayer, they saw a live change, hearts reawake, And parents football team, so. And now when you say young men fishing, let's say in the you don't say You the why, the Y-N-C-A, the why. Let's go down to the why because our is belong in they'll start praying with purpose. Prayer can no longer be generic. God bless me and my family. Amen. It's got to have purpose. It's got to have purpose.
2: What was the church in Jesus time's place? The
0: Bible tells us in verse 5, constant prayer for You know what they're praying for? Lord, get that man out of church. I wonder what that prayer would have been like you ever had a bunch of ladies get start praying. Let me tell you, the hell gates are shaking when ladies get together to pray. Men are shaking too, <laughs> That's true. because I'm gonna do something. There's something about a mama's faith, amen. There's something about a wife's faith. There's something about a praying wife that can change a with husband. There's something about the. It can change the life of a wayward, hard-headed, hard-hearted child. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, those ladies began to pray. Those men that were in there began to pray, too, but I got a feeling they were trying to celebrate me. get were staring like, we need some faith like that and all lives. They started praying with them. Paul, oh, I'm asking you that Jesus will deliver to dogs. So What an opportunity, neighbor, I- your law, that you will come to know my Jesus who made such a difference in me. If He can change me, He can change you. If He can save me, He can save you. If He can give me reason to keep going, He's got plenty of reason for you. He's got a life for you. He's got a change for you. He's got life eternal for you. He desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge. of Jesus. Look at me in 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is People coming back.
2: That's wrong stuffing for
0: God. Not willing that any should tell us what's the will of God, that none should tell but that all should come to
2: Jesus. That's our subject. We need to be praying for
0: the Lord. We need to be loving the Lord. We need to be reaching the Lord. You know? People get to me all the time and say, Pastor, I don't do Halloween. I don't do Halloween either. But I love it when the Lord door, that's what you going to get. Facts, and you'll hear it. So I turn on that, I, just, like, I, turn on my, I turn on my light, I invite exactly to on my door. I can't wait till Mormons come, too. I pray, God, send a Mormons. <laughs> Lord, send those witnesses. the Lord, I got some Bible for you. All men depend That we start praying and loving the Lord, Look around us; there are people who are dying in their sins, they're dying in their drug addictions, they're dying in hunger and thirst, they're dying lost, they're dying alone, they're dying because their wives, their husbands, their children left all broken. And we've got the answer: Jesus Christ. We've got Him. Our purpose is to this. Remember, prayer has got to become a priority. We've got to add prior, a prioritized prayer to our persecution. There has to be a principle. We've got to add some principle prayer to our persecution. People are still learning persecution. People I got this. We didn't know back at home the church was different. You ever read the rest of Acts 12? You know what happens? Peter gets out. I'm going to be a familiar of here for you. Peter gets out. You read that part. He starts walking down the street. He doesn't even know what's happening until he gets to the main gate. And he's like, wait, hey, this is really happening. Whoa! Thank you. Revelation 3, I stand the If anyone hears my voice, do the door, I would come into Dying yourself, Jesus. You need to let him into your heart. Let him into your life. He's in, not in. You can't be a greater or than that's in me, but you let him you in. You're willing to let him into your heart. Pastor, Pastor John. I look for a church that's done it. I look for a church that's on time. I don't know about this. We all, without a doubt, have been kept. We need to get to the heart
2: of God. To do that, you've
0: got to start to do that. You've got to start Why three? We it's do everything have to
2: Remember
0: Jesus. That can't That, you perhaps know, you say I need to get it right. God, we're going to so pray. Father God, I come to man Jesus' and I want to thank you, Lord God, for your work. I ask you take charge of this time, Lord. It could be anyone who needs to come to know you. I the Lord, Savior. you. You come. So anyone, Father God, needs to get it right with you. There's nothing to come to the tent today. For anyone, Lord God, you come, to come, to come up this morning. Right now. Uh, business meetings, so, so We've got to turn those crowns upside down now. Now, let persevere through that and make it a pointy, sensible <laughs> prayer, right, that we can get to that quickly. All right. Anyway, uh, with those things in mind, don't forget our normal ladies Bible study group. Uh, we continue to do the Wednesday night Bible study. We're Bible study on Thursday. Don't forget our packing party next week. Don't forget the top turkey that's coming up. Don't forget our Thanksgiving that word of-